Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gunshots, bitch. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite. Of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room, once again. Got another freestyle for you niggas, honestly. You know, another one of them weeks where a lot of shit that I don't give a fuck happened. You know, so I'm going to speak about the little bit of shit that I did low-key give a fuck, the shit that I did pay attention to. You know, the shit that caught my eye to a certain degree, but for the most part, nothing like really caught me to the point where... I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a whole show about that shit. So, you know, it's just going to be one of them things, man. You know, shout out to the rosy perspective as usual. You know, got my rosy glass, got my rosy tea. Y'all niggas go ahead and get y'all merch and shit. But uh, yeah, man, you know, today's episode, I'm, I'm going to entitle the I mean freestyle because I got my motherfucking I mean T-shirt on. But um. You know, shout out to all the, the returning listeners Shout out to all the new listeners You know, all the motherfuckers who've been sharing this shit All the motherfuckers who've been popping in listening Whether you listen for a long time or a short time I, I appreciate you popping in this motherfucker You know, I got my homeboy in the studio right now My homeboy Aaron You know, Ab House of Souls on fucking Instagram You know, showing them how I, I, I set my little shit up You know, so You know, let me get into my shit You know, I've I've been checking the timeline You know, because I was kind of like lacking On shit that I cared about this week It really wasn't much going on So I'm I'm just going to talk about, you know What's been cracking on the ticker You know, the, the most recent thing that I've seen As far as like content you know, a, a lot of motherfuckers probably been sharing this this video, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or any of that. Homeboy who shot his ex-girl. Like, you know, I'm not completely sure of the context, but, you know, it's like she came home from wherever the fuck she came home from. A nigga was waiting on her and start busting at her. And, you know, she jetted out. And, you know, the whole video was playing and you hear screaming in the background and shit. You know, and the the whole time, all I'm thinking is like, you know, as far as women in general, like y'all got to really start or let me not say start. Y'all got to leave these niggas alone that brag about toxic attraction to you. Like all these, you know, I see a lot of women. It's like, oh, I want a nigga to choke me. And, you know, I want a nigga that's rough. I want a nigga that'll do this and do that. Like all that toxic shit is cool, you know. We 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 make jokes about toxic dick and you know, you know, toxic motherfuckers got the best sex and all that shit. And that shit, you know, it sound good in memes, 
But in practicality, it's like, nigga, that it ain't nothing fly about that shit. Like, it ain't nothing fly about a, a nigga you got to get a restraining order on. It ain't nothing fly about a nigga that'll literally stalk you or really beat your ass or any of that shit. You know, because it's a fine line when it comes to toxicity in relationships. You know, like, a, a, a lot of people think that toxicity is something cute. Especially when you younger, like when you in your early 20s, late teens, it's like you enjoy the excitement of arguing with a motherfucker. You know, you getting those little tiffs where y'all screaming at each other and y'all doing stupid shit to each other. You know, you fucking his clothes up. He fucking your car up. You know, y'all cussing out motherfuckers online who in your girl DM and, you know, all that little goofy shit like it's cool. To talk about this, these toxic fucking attractions. But, you know, like I said, man, like we, we gonna have to really like leave that shit alone, especially as the black community. Like y'all already know I'm not talking to other motherfuckers when I say this shit, you know, cause I know hillbillies had this problem too, where y'all motherfuckers are squabbing and calling the police and you know, all that shit. And you know, when you fucking with niggas like that, you know, cause I, I had to talk one of my little cousins off the ledge about that shit when she was talking about, you know, I don't, I'm only attracted to street niggas. Like you got, you gotta be a, a, a thug to fuck with me and all that shit. And I'm like, dog, you know, you, you setting yourself up for a fucked up situation at the end of the day, you know, just like with homeboy who shot homegirl up, he probably showed signs of that type of behavior early in the relationship because a lot of motherfuckers like you know i tell women all the time niggas ain't out here surprising no motherfucking body it's red flags that a motherfucker show you that a lot of people ignore when they really like a nigga you ignore it when a nigga really dicking you down real proper like you see red flags but them motherfuckers turn a shade of orange or a shade of burgundy or maroon or fuchsia when you really like a nigga and y'all really got to start getting rid of niggas when they show you these toxic ass traits. Like the fact that they got to the point where this nigga was shooting at this girl. Like it, it, I can't think of nothing that my wife could do that would make me start shooting at her, my nigga. Like even if she cheated on this nigga with his goddamn brother, like it ain't fucking worth it. But fucking with a nigga that you think would have the capability of shooting at your ass. Like, you know, motherfuckers just got to do better, dog. Like, motherfuckers always show you who they are. You know, motherfuckers will tell you who they are before they show you who they are. You know, so in situations like that, man, you know, ladies, please be careful. Please be mindful of what niggas say, how niggas move. You know, a lot of times, man, you could watch a nigga play motherfucking Xbox and know what type of nigga you fucking with. If that nigga losing by five and 2K and start throwing joysticks and punching walls, you might need to exit stage left. That nigga got fucking anger problems. Like a, a lot of motherfuckers is violent when they get angry. And I ain't going to front, nigga. I'm a, I'm a joystick throwing nigga too. But at the same time, I'm, I'm calm, cool, and collected 99% of the time. You know, so you just got to watch the disposition of motherfuckers who you get in relationships with, man. Like. Be careful out here in these dating streets. You know, speaking of these dating streets, you know, a, a, another video that caught my attention this week. Um, I forget the name of the dude who who's who who's doing this show, but the video's been getting around. It's a video. Um, and basically the context of the video is it's a dude who does basically what I do. Like, you know, he 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 does relationship advice. 
And you know he he's he's doing this shit. It's on YouTube. I might link the YouTube video in the description of this motherfucker so y'all can see it. But anyway, the context of the video is a woman calls into the show, and you know she's basically telling him that she needs a six figure dude. She needs a high value dude. You know, and what she has to offer is she's thirty five. She has a sixteen year old son. She's a business owner. She, her her business is a, she's a pet groomer, you know, but she's been making six figures for the last three years, you know, and the dude is basically telling her because, you know, when you look at it, you can see her in the video. She ain't the prettiest girl, you know, and this ain't me saying nothing about, you know, as far as like the, the looks that you bring to the table or nothing. But at the same time, it's like she has these high ass expectations for the man that she fucks with. Yet she, you know, even though she is bringing a six figure income, you know, what he was explaining to her is a lot of times when you dealing with six figure niggas, that's not something that we're looking for. Like a, a nigga making six figures don't really care what a woman is bringing to the table financially. You know, shout out to my cousin, Pooh. He said his name is Kevin Samuels. You know, so you can look up, I guess you can look up Kevin Samuels on YouTube and find the video. It's like one of the most recent videos. But, you know, he was basically telling her, like, you know, you're not the cutest motherfucker in the world. You know, you already got a son. You got a sketchy baby daddy. You know, and it's like in in the dating game, a lot of times we got to be realistic with ourselves as far as what we bring into the table and what we asking for. As far as like who we date, like look yourself in the mirror and and really ask yourself, do I deserve a motherfucker that's up to the standards that I have? Like if, if say as a woman, you want a six figure nigga, you want a nigga that's six, three works out, you know, he 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 looks good, smell good, carry yourself well, no kids and all of this shit. You want a, a high value male. You know, you got to look at what the fuck you bring into the table. And if a high value male is checking for somebody like you, you know, because I had to give advice to one of my homegirls in this exact situation. At the time, she was between jobs. She was living with a friend. And she was like, I need a nigga who got the bag because. I'm not doing that great and I need a motherfucker who can take care of me. And I was telling her, like, at the end of the day, do you really think a nigga who's doing it like that is looking for a female like you? And mind you, this woman who I'm talking about, she's beautiful. She she's a good looking girl. But at the same time, niggas ain't looking for a bitch that look good doing bad. Like you could be a bad bitch, but you can't be a doing bad bitch. Like niggas don't care about your income per se. Like it's not like a number that uh, that a high value niggas looking for. I'm speaking from the standpoint of a high value nigga. Like I am a six figure earner. Y'all can see this motherfucker. I, I consider myself to be relatively handsome. I'm, I'm an all right looking nigga. You know, I got a good head on my shoulders. I talk that shit. But the thing is, I'm fucking married. So I'm I'm off the market. But at the same time, if I was fucking single, 
No, I'm not looking for a woman who makes what I make because I'm the man. I'm a fucking provider. I just need you to be doing something. Long as you bringing something to the table as a man, I'm cool with that. But you can't tell me, oh, I'm I'm sleeping on my homegirl couch or I'm living with my mama because I'm fucking between jobs because that's a red flag. You know, when you looking for a high value motherfucker, you got to look at your qualifications. And I've touched on this in, in prior episodes, but, you know, it's just something that keeps fucking coming up. So it's something that I might have to keep fucking reiterating. You know, like uh, Adventures with Pictures said, both parties got to bring something to the table, you know, as well nowadays. That's fucking true. You know, like the analogy that I used a couple episodes ago, you know, it's like when you go into the fucking car lot, you know, your standard is Rolls Royce. You like, nigga, I need a sunroof. I need leather seats, nigga. I need uh, a backup camera. I need... You know, the the high quality fucking leather, nigga. I need a wood steering wheel. I need TVs and all the headrests, nigga. I need, you know, uh, the the ambient light. I need this. I need that. You like, okay, for sure. So, nigga, you, you want like a S-Class Mercedes. Cool, for sure. All right. We can do that. We got all that shit in one car. Cool. Okay, what's your credit score? And you like, uh, about a 520. Hmm. How much do you have to put down? I got about uh, a thousand. You don't qualify for no motherfucking S class Mercedes, my nigga. Maybe you should take your ass down to the Kia lot and see if they still make the Kia Rio or like a, a, a Geo Metro. Maybe you should go to the used car lot and get you a little bucket to start with. You know, you might find your little used car that might have a sunroof and some power windows and shit. But my nigga, you don't qualify for that. And that's what homeboy was telling homegirl about how she looked and what she was bringing to the table as far as homeboy. Like, you don't qualify for the high value man that you're looking for. Yes, you're making six figures, just like he makes six figures. But in the eyes of a six figure male, six figures ain't that fucking important to a lot of us. A lot of us males... You know, like, you can call it shallow, you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. But a lot of us are looking way more at how you look next to us than how you look financially. A lot of us are just looking for a pretty woman. Yes, you can have, like, the, the, the bag and all that shit, and that's fucking cool. But at the end of the day, like, that's not what the fuck we value all the time. We looking for a woman with a nice body. We looking for a, a, a woman... Who can hold a conversation. We looking for a woman. Who could possibly cook and clean. And do the things that we need done. When we busy. Because a lot of six figure niggas are busy men. Like me personally. I'm a busy ass nigga. So I don't need you to be competing with me financially. I don't need you to, to match me financially. Because I got this. We good over here. I need you to make sure the house is straight when I get home. Now, if you do work, that's a bonus. If you bringing in some money, that's a fucking bonus. But a lot of times, busy men are looking for women that got free time. We not looking for a woman that's just as busy as us because we not we never going to see her ass. You know, so it's like you got to look at who you compliment more than what you want. Like, you always got to look at what you got to offer when you thinking about what you want. 
Because that shit don't always align. Nigga, sometimes you really gonna have to compromise on what the fuck you asking for when you look at what you got to offer. You know, especially like women with kids, niggas with multiple baby mamas. You know, because it's not just women who have standards that are higher than what the fuck they bring to the table. Because like I know niggas who Nigga, they, they life ain't all the way together. Them niggas got a couple baby mamas, got their ass on child support. You know, them niggas got a felony. Them niggas' money ain't all the way together. Them niggas' life ain't all the way cracking. But they looking for a motherfucking Beyonce. Like, nah, nigga. That ain't that ain't the motherfucking play, my nigga. Like, you need to get, get somewhere, you know, within your motherfucking price range. You know, and it is what it is. But, you know, like, one of my things that... I've discussed with my co-host CJ on the Cat vs. Dog podcast. You know, shout out to the Cat vs. Dog podcast. You know, live at motherfucking three on Sundays. Like, a lot of times, as women, it's cool for you to have money. It's cool for you to be ambitious. But a lot of times, the dudes that you're looking for, that's not what they value. You know, so don't blame the man. For what his preference is Because a lot of times And let me not say that Because I was going to say We don't blame y'all for what y'all preference is Because I see a lot of bitch ass niggas on Twitter Especially short niggas Who get mad at women Who say they don't want a nigga that's under six feet tall You know And it is what it is I don't I don't, I don't, don't shave people for their preference As long as you not shitting on me Because I'm not your preference Nigga your preference is your preference And I, I, I can't do nothing but respect that Like I, I know women Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Have literally told me throughout my life I don't fuck with light skinned niggas And that's cool I'm not for you You know I don't fuck with bitches with bad taste So you know it is what it is Like but at the end of the day Like you really gotta look at what you got to offer As far as like how you compliment The person that you looking for More than what you looking for You know because it's cool to have high standards It's cool to want a nigga who makes six figures it's cool to want a nigga who's tall. It's cool to want all that shit. It's cool to want a nigga. I want a, a fucking bucket of ice cream that's five gallons at all times in my freezer. But I can't always have that. It's a bunch of shit that I want, nigga. I want a Rolls Royce Wraith. But I, 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 ain't, I ain't qualifying for that shit right now. And it is what it is, nigga. I got to get the car that compliments me. I got to get the car that I could afford. I got to get the car that's dependable right now. You know, one day I will qualify for that motherfucking Rolls Royce. But at the time, right now, as I'm speaking, I'm not in that range. 
And this is how I live my life. This is the advice that I give motherfuckers, you know, when they tell me like, you know, how, how do I get a nigga like you? You know, because sometimes women don't say that shit. Like, nigga, where the fuck can I find motherfuckers like you? And it's always like, mm, I literally don't know. You know, that that's way easier said than done. I'm I'm not no easy motherfucker to find. You know, like I know a lot more qualified women than qualified men. But as far as like women looking for qualified men, you know, a lot of times you got to look at the, the, the qualifications that you have to attract the men that you want. Like when you're looking for a certain man, like you really got to think about what you do to compliment the man that you want. Like when you looking for a man that's a six figure nigga, you know, think about this shit. He's a busy nigga. So if you're a busy ass woman, do you honestly think that a busy nigga is trying to fuck with you and you are also busy? Because me personally, the type of nigga that I am, like I'm I'm stingy with my time. Like I'm stingy with the time of the woman that I'm fucking with. And I've always been like this. Like I've literally dumped women because they was too busy. And, you know, these women were goal oriented. These women had good jobs. These women, they they was on their shit. But just me personally, the way that I've always gotten down as a man, I've always been like, if you too busy for me, you're not for me. It's no shade to you. It's, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you're any less of a woman. I'm not saying that you're not qualified to be satisfied. You just don't compliment me. You know, and it's nothing wrong with that. Cause like I be telling women all the time, like I don't never give y'all the advice to find no broke ass nigga or no bum ass nigga. But at the same time, if you a, a, a high super alpha woman, you might benefit from fucking with a beta male. As fucked up as that sounds, you might want to find a nigga who doesn't mind taking the back seat while you drive. You know, you as a woman who really is the type of motherfucker that's like, oh, I'm goal oriented. I got to make this amount of money. I want to do all this big shit in my life. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all about my goals. I'm a female CEO. I'm a motherfucking business owner. I'm this slash this nigga. If you a boss ass woman, think about how much time it takes for you to be a fucking boss. Now, think about the type of nigga that you're trying to fuck with. Do you really think a nigga want to chase your bossy ass all over the motherfucking map while you run around taking meetings and doing this and making decisions and having brunches and doing all this shit? Like, at what time do you have for this nigga that you asking for? You know, because a lot of women chalk it up to like, oh, he's intimidated by me. A lot of times it's not intimidation. It's just a nigga don't want to deal with that shit. It's not it's not intimidating at all. A lot of niggas ain't as intimidated by y'all as y'all think. You know, now that does exist. We not finna discount the fact that niggas do be um, intimidated by women. And y'all know, if you've been listening to this show any amount of time, I call them bitch-ass niggas. Bitch-ass niggas is always intimidated by a boss woman. Like, bitch-ass niggas don't even like that type of energy because a lot of bitch-ass niggas, you know, when you ask a bitch-ass nigga what he has to offer, like women, I got some, something, I got some game for y'all. Listen up, write this shit down. 
You might remember it because it's very simple. When you are on your date with a man and you're getting ready to take him serious, ask him, what do you have to offer besides dick, money, and protection? Men, ask yourself that same fucking question. When you're looking for a high-value woman, when you're looking for a woman who's on her shit, a woman who's beautiful, a woman who has a nice body, a woman who works out, a woman who has goals, whatever the fuck your list is for the woman that you're looking for in your life, ask yourself, what do I have to offer besides dick, money, and protection? A lot of niggas don't have an answer for that question. Not a good answer. You know, because a lot of women love to ask a nigga what you bring to the table. Niggas love to ask women what you bring to the table. You know, so men, ask a woman, what do you bring to the table besides pussy and money? You know, and, and, and these are very simple questions that will stomp a lot of motherfuckers who really don't have a lot to offer. A lot of a lot of niggas really can't answer that fucking question. That will eliminate a lot of wasted time for a lot of women. Nigga, what what do you got to offer? You know, you ain't got to say it on no like vindictive shit. You ain't got to say it on no like real mean shit. You know, it's just like in conversation, you know, like when just like how you ask a motherfucker, what do you do for a living? Where do you stay? Where do you see yourself in five years? Ask, you know, so. You know, just as a man, what do you think that you have to offer besides, you know, dick protection and fucking money? And really see what the fuck he say. Look, look in his eyes. Look at the the, the facial expression that comes on this nigga face as he's trying to answer this question. Because I've heard the question and it's a hard fucking question to answer, honestly, as a man, because a lot of us, we look at our role as the provider, the protector. And the nigga who offers the dick. And a lot of times outside of that, niggas be like, damn, what the fuck do I have to offer? Why the fuck does this woman need me? That's a big reason a lot of niggas are intimidated by women that got money. That's the reason a lot of niggas don't really like to shoot for women that are very beautiful. Because there's a lot of competition for very beautiful women. There's a lot of competition for women that make a lot of money. So a lot of niggas don't even want to deal with that shit. They like, nigga, that bitch way too fine for me. I'm cool because I know I'm going to be fighting in the mall behind this bitch. I know I'm going to be in all type of bullshit behind her. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, shoot a little lower. You know, because a, a lot of the reason that it, it might seem as if I'm talking a lot more to the females when it comes to standards is because men are way more likely to date within our range than women are you know like a lot of the times when women get cheated on y'all know most women who have been cheated on know 90 percent of the time women get cheated on by a woman that is not as beautiful as they are because a lot of men we don't mind dating down we don't mind fucking down we don't mind that shit the reason a lot of men are way more hurt than women are when we get cheated on is because women usually cheat up. Women fuck up. Women will go find a nigga that look better than you, taller than you, 
dick bigger than yours. He funnier than you. Like when we go see who you cheated on us with, that shit fucks our whole ego off because we like, damn, that's a good looking nigga. We might not be gay, but we know we know a handsome nigga when we see one. You know, we like, damn, shit. I ain't know she can get a nigga like that. But with us, when we cheat, y'all be laughing at the bitch we cheat with. You cheated with ugly Tasha from up the street? Ain't that a bitch? Like, y'all be more offended when we cheat than hurt. Like, a lot of y'all's pain from us cheating is just like, I can't believe you cheated with this raggedy fucking bitch. And a lot of the times the reason y'all could take us back is because y'all looking at it like, nigga, that had to just be a physical thing. That had to be an opportunity thing. Nigga, you you was slumming with that shit. So I don't mind. You know what? Fuck it. Because if that bitch come bragging about fucking my man, so what, bitch? I still got him. He paying my bills. All he gave you was some dick. Shut up, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. But when y'all cheat on us, it's like, I can't compete with this nigga. Every time I fuck you, you probably going to be thinking about this nigga. Like, nah, I can't fucking accept that. That nigga's up here. I'm down here. Like, every time we have sex, I'm thinking, that nigga probably tow your ass up. This, this pussy don't even fit right no more. Ain't this a bitch? This nigga done tow the pussy all up. Pussy ain't even the same no more. Fuck all that. Like, you know... We, we can't accept that shit. Like Coffee with Kendra said, banging body with a fucked up face. Yes, we will damn show. Go fuck with a bitch that got a showboat body and a shipwrecked face. That's our favorite shit to cheat with. We love an ugly bitch with a banging body. That's, that's number one cheating target. You know, and it is what it is. Like a lot of men, we don't mind doing that shit. Like a lot of men, with us, it's an ego thing. Like a lot of the women we fuck with, we like to fuck with a woman that makes us feel comfortable. Like we like to fuck with a woman that when she next to us, it's like, yeah, I look good next to her. You know, like that's why a lot of niggas with money like a real beautiful woman because they know like I could afford a woman that look like this. A lot of niggas that ain't doing all that hot, them niggas know the deal. Like they know when they fucking with a woman they don't really deserve. You know, so it's kind of like one of them them situations where it's like, if I'm fucking with her, when I take her out, the niggas that got more money than me going to be looking at her. The niggas who look better than me going to be looking at her. The niggas who doing way better than me in every category going to be looking at her. So I don't think I want to fuck with her because the competition for her is going to be way more than I know I could fucking be. You know, and the reason that I call niggas like that bitch ass niggas is because on some real shit, my nigga, and I've experienced this this shit, I done been on both sides of situations like this, my nigga. I've been the nigga that had the girl and I've been the nigga trying to get the girl. When a woman really fuck with you, my nigga, like she really fuck with you and you really doing your job, Nick, it, it's going to be niggas that is better than you in every category and she won't even be looking at them niggas if she really fuck with you. You know, now, there are exceptions to the rule. You know, there are women out there who just, you know, choosy Susie. 
And a lot of times y'all niggas know who Choosy Susie is. You know you you know when you fucking with a Choosy Susie. But at the same time, my nigga, I've been trying to get at a bitch. And I seen the nigga she was fucking with. And I'm like, really, bitch, you being faithful to this nigga? I look better than this nigga. I make more money than this nigga. My personality better than this nigga. I'm taller than this. I'm better than this nigga in every fucking category on 2K. Nigga, I'm a 97. That nigga's a 48. And you not finna come fucking with me? And the thing is, my nigga, as a real nigga, you respect a woman who can hold it down, you know, and, and be faithful to her man, even though her man ain't shit. And a lot of us niggas, like, we ain't all that, my nigga. Like, trust me, if, if your woman is bad, if your woman is beautiful, if your woman look good, trust me, my nigga. It's some niggas that look better than you trying to holler at her. It's some niggas that make more money than you trying to holler at her. It's some niggas doing better than you trying to holler at her. But you got to be secure in yourself and the job that you doing as a nigga to your woman. That's like, nah, nigga, she happy. So I, I know she ain't even looking at these niggas. Like, e- even though she she doing, you know, she doing well, she look good. And the niggas that's hollering at her is on they shit. These niggas pulling up in Benzes trying to holler at my girl. I know that I'm safe because of the environment that I create at home. I know she happy when she come home. I know she happy to see me when I come home. So I'm not even worried about all the niggas that's DMing her. All the niggas that's trying to holler at her at the mall. All the niggas that's trying to holler at her at brunch when she go out. All the niggas trying to holler at her on girls trips. Nigga, I, I done been turned down by some some women who had some weak ass niggas. But they was turning me down because they really fucked with the nigga that they had. My nigga, you know how many niggas... Nigga, I done holler that bitch's her nigga in jail. That nigga doing 15 motherfucking years, and this bitch is like, mm-mm. I can't fuck with you because my, my nigga getting out in 2032, and he ain't gonna like that. Bitch, you, you being faithful to a nigga in jail? But that's the thing, my nigga, when, when you really doing doing your thing. As far as a nigga and how you treating your woman, my nigga, like you ain't got to worry about that shit. But bitch ass niggas is worried about that shit. And that's the reason a lot of bitch ass niggas don't want to fuck with women that's fly. Women that's making money. Women that's beautiful because they feeling like, oh, these niggas going to take my girl. You know, and sometimes I look at that shit as like projecting. You know, because like I'm not like a giant Sigmund Freud fan, but a lot of what y'all gonna hear me talk about psycho psychologically is shit that I heard from Sigmund Freud. Like, you know, the the theory of projection. You know, like a lot of times the niggas who feel like a nigga could take they bitch is the same type of bitch ass niggas that's trying to holler at somebody else's bitch. You know, and sorry to all the beautiful ladies and queens and all of that shit who listen to me and hear me say bitch. Y'all already know the deal if y'all listen to the show. I just be saying bitch because it come out easy. Like, I'm I'm not referring to all women as bitches. But anyway, like a, a, a lot of niggas who holler at another nigga woman be the niggas who be scared to get at a woman who's at a certain level because they already know how niggas get down and they afraid of that shit. You know, and me personally, like I don't fuck with the type of woman that I feel like will cheat on me. So me personally, like nigga, I'm I'm not intimidated by no woman. Like that ain't never been my get down. You know, and you don't own people. Like you know, your time with a person 
It's just your time with a person. And a lot of times your time is based on your ability to make that person happy or fulfill that person or compliment that person. You know, so me, I always feel like I Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Compliment my woman well You know and I don't mean complimenting like saying You beautiful and you sexy But like where she's Weak I'm strong You know where I'm strong you know Vice versa all that good old shit Like we we fit well Together you know and I Always make sure to do my best To make sure my woman is happy I love to create an environment Where my woman is smiling I love to To be like when I come home, I love that my wife face light up when I come into the fucking door. You know, if you're not doing that, that's when you need to be scared about your motherfucking woman. That's when you need to be insecure about your motherfucking woman. You know, because like I be telling motherfuckers like, nigga, I, I don't go through phones and shit because I'm I'm comfortable with the job that I do. You know, like I forgot what episode that I did about this shit. And it, it had nothing to do with relationships. But, you know, it, it was basically like a situation where I was talking about if you're comfortable in the job that you did in anything, you're never insecure. And I literally didn't even mention relationships in that in that episode or in, in none of the the analogies that I use. But it's just like when you go to work, nigga, when you knew you folded every box that you had to fold, when, when you completed every order you had to complete nigga you never feel like your job is in danger nigga you flipped all the burgers nigga you you cooked all the fries to golden brown perfection and all of that shit nigga whenever you feel like you did a good job in anything you never insecure so as a nigga with your girl nigga if you are honestly doing everything that you supposed to do in a relationship with your girl you telling her she beautiful you hugging her you kissing her, you fucking her right, you taking care of the bills, nigga, you taking out the trash, you making sure she got gas in her car, you doing everything that you supposed to do as a nigga, you shouldn't be insecure, my nigga, you should have no reason to go through her phone, you know, and even with situations like where you do feel like you got to go through her phone, my nigga, if you in a situation where you doing everything, and this goes men and women, if you in a situation where you feel like you doing everything that you supposed to be doing in a relationship, and you still feel like they doing some slick shit, nigga, just dip. Fuck they phone. Like, nigga, you, you can do better. If you the type of motherfucker that can honestly say, like, nigga, I, I do everything that I'm supposed to be doing in this motherfucking relationship, and you still doing some slick slide shit, nigga, they just not for you. Don't go through the whole toxic going through the phone and seeing what the fuck they doing. Like, nigga, you should just be comfortable in the fact that you doing your motherfucking job and you straight, you know, and it is what the fuck it is. My nigga, like, I don't know my nigga. Like it, it, it just ain't my thing. Like I don't go through phones because I feel like I'm comfortable in what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not insecure because I'm comfortable in the job that I'm doing. And this is the advice that I give everybody. My nigga, like 
as a nigga, when you are approaching a woman, you should be approaching a woman who you feel like you can afford and not financially. Like somebody who you feel like you can love correctly. Like I feel like if I fuck with this woman, she's the type of woman that I I, I don't mind complimenting every day. She the type of woman that I don't mind fucking when she needs to be fucked. She's the type of woman who I don't mind paying a car note. I don't mind fucking, you know, taking out the trash, washing the dishes, helping her cook, or whatever the fuck needs to be done in a fucking relationship with a motherfucking woman, my nigga. Like, that's the type of women you need to be shooting at as a man. Like, fuck just looking at looks, ass, titties, and all that stupid shit, because, you know, nowadays with the way these motherfucking doctors is getting, nigga, you can go buy a fat ass. You can buy a small waist. You can buy some big titties. Nigga, women is out there going to Dr. Miami, getting that mommy makeover and the BBLs and all that old shit coming out that motherfucker with whatever body they want. They look like Kim Kardashian, Esther Baxter, just name a bitch that got a fantastic body. Nigga, you can go buy that shit for like 15, 20,000. My nigga, you can finance that shit and your woman to have whatever body you want her to have. So shit like that is like irrelevant these days, my nigga. Like you got to go for the motherfucker who you honestly feel like you don't mind talking to for 30 or 45 minutes when the TV not on. Like somebody who you can talk to on a long drive with the radio off. Somebody who you don't mind being around without having to fucking pull your phone out and text and be on fucking social media all goddamn day. Like, you know, these are the things that's like really important when it comes to the type of motherfucker you looking for. Fuck six figures, you know, fuck six feet tall and, all oh, this old dumb, uh, what would you call it? Like all this superficial shit. Like, you know, that's a, a, a lot of what the fuck fucks up the whole dating game in its entirety. Too many people have too much superficial shit on their list of demands when they're looking for the person that they want to date. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like when it comes to the dating game, if you basing your standards on superficial shit, it's literally like buying a car because of the color. Like, instead of fucking with a person because of how they compliment you or fucking with a person based on how they love you or how you love them or how y'all interact or how y'all, you know, can compromise on situations and come together to make smarter decisions and do better things, you looking at a motherfucker based on how fucking cute they are, like a car accident won't change all that shit. You know, you looking at a motherfucker based on how tall they are, you know, like breaking their legs won't change that shit. You know, like it, superficial shit is stupid. Like you looking at a motherfucker based on income, like a bad decision won't change that shit or a fucked up market or a change in an industry. Like, nigga, your nigga could be like a fucking tech billionaire, my nigga. And then, you know, some new invention come out and that shit makes whatever he's selling obsolete. You know, because shit like this happens, my nigga. Like, I remember, what was this, like 2009 when the housing market crashed? It was a lot of niggas who was millionaires off real estate, my nigga, who was getting jobs at security places. Nigga went literally from a millionaire to a, 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 a McDonald's employee, my nigga. Like, you basing shit off something superficial, 
You are setting yourself up for fucking failure, my nigga. You know, and that was the thing when homeboy was talking to homegirl because she talking about, you know, I need a six-figure nigga because when I meet niggas, they always want to say, oh, I want to be part of your business or I want to invest in your business. And, you know, it's always money shit when I when I try to date down. And it's like, nigga, the thing is, like, nigga, you, you, when you dating anybody based on finances, you setting yourself up for fucking failure, my nigga. You know, and I tell women that shit a lot, like, you know, it's cool to want a nigga that's on your financial level when you got a lot of finances, when you a woman that got a lot of money. But at the same time, like, man, just go for the nigga that make you happy, dog. You know, because that's the thing that's rare. That's the shit that's hard to find. That's the shit that's important. Like, as a nigga, you know, us niggas with money. Nigga, we looking for a motherfucker that's going to make us happy. I'd rather a woman that's going to make me laugh and bust a nut. Than a woman who's going to make my house bigger or my car nicer because I do that already. My car already nice. My house already nice. I already dress nice. I already got fly shoes and hats and sunglasses and watches and shit. Like, I don't need that. I need somebody that's going to do what I can't do for myself. Even though I can jack off and make myself bust a nut. I can go to a restaurant and get my own food. But at the same time, like, I, I need somebody who I'm comfortable with when I'm watching Netflix to fall asleep on their shoulder or somebody who I don't mind falling asleep on my shoulder, putting my goddamn arm to sleep, laying down on a goddamn pillow. Like somebody who farts, I don't mind smelling somebody who could take a shit while I take a shower. You know, like that's the shit that's important. Like that's the shit that you got to look at when you thinking about your fucking standards. Like it ain't about like height and looks and beards and you know, how a nigga smell and all that goofy shit. Because a lot of shit like that, like, you can fix on a nigga. You could quickly be like, nigga, look, I'm going to buy you this motherfucking uh, green Versace motherfucking cologne. I can't even pronounce that shit. Like, I don't even know what this shit is like, Carl. But this shit smell good as fuck, my nigga. Like, Eros or some shit. Like, you want a nigga to smell good, get that nigga some of this shit. Like, nigga, a, a, a lot of superficial shit is easy to fix, but a personality not easy to fix. Like me, that's always been my thing. Like, I've always looked for personality. Like, nigga, I like smart women. I like women who are good in conversation. Like me personally, nigga, you know, a lot of niggas hate a bitch who talk too much. Me, I like a woman who could talk. Like, I, I, I like a motherfucker who, because, nigga, I got a podcast. Nigga, I talk a lot. So I enjoy a woman who can talk while I'm talking. Like when we having a conversation, it's a fucking exchange. And it ain't just me talking and you going, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Like I like a motherfucker who can speak abstract shit and not just concrete shit. Like I don't give a fuck about talking about what a motherfucker seen on TV or what the fuck happened with some niggas up the street. Like I like to talk about philosophy a lot of times. Like, I, I like would you rather type of questions and what would you do for a million dollars? Like, I like goofy shit, my nigga. Like, I like fucking watching cartoons and, and you know, like little shit like that. Like, you know, you, you got to find a motherfucker that compliments your personality type. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not out here in these dating streets on some real shit. Because y'all motherfuckers got it hard. Especially because, you know, like with, with the way social media set up. And these memes and the way a lot of motherfuckers base their fucking preferences on these memes. 
Like that shit is bullshit Like y'all niggas that be fucking posting all these memes Like you know you 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 want a girl to do this with And I want a girl to make money with I want a girl to build an empire And all this shit Yeah nigga it, it's cool To have a woman who, who got hustle And you know The type of woman that like to make money And make money like you And they be posting them pictures Where they both got a fucking Rolex on you know, uh, holding a Mercedes Benz fucking steering wheel. And it's like, you know, you want this and I want that. And it's like, nigga, if, if that's the type of shit you looking for, I feel sorry for you. Cause you ain't never going to find it. Like homeboys telling homegirl, like if you feel like a, a six figure nigga is, is what you need, you going to die single, you know, like coffee with Kendra said, nigga, the mean Bible. Like motherfuckers Like literally Like they look at memes Like it's the fucking bible Like they love that shit To death Like that shit is Bull Shit my nigga Like nigga I'm I'm, I'm not into that shit Like You know It's cool to have a woman with money But nigga That's, that's not what my aim is Especially as a nigga That himself has money You know And as women This is gonna be something That a lot of y'all Really should Look at and look into and really, you know, think deeply about. I'm not telling y'all to look for a broke nigga, but at the same time, like you got to look at a nigga who compliments you. If you a busy ass woman, you need to find a nigga who don't mind fucking with a busy ass woman. A lot of niggas mind. I don't think I know a nigga who's cool with no woman who going to be busy all the goddamn time. You know, and as women, this is something that. You know, like I, I told one of my homegirls this back in the day because, you know, she was like one of these heavily gold driven women who was like, oh, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 45 and I want to retire by 50 and I want to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And I hope my mom ain't burning my house down because I got a fucking fire alarm going off and I know y'all can hear that shit. But any motherfucking way. Like, you know, like I I knew a woman who was highly goal oriented and she was a very busy woman. And she was like, you know, I'll find a man when I reach this age. And I was like, yeah, maybe 50 after you retire, because when you in your whole little shit where you like, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. You 30 different places, niggas in general, like, you know, women, this is this is a hard motherfucking pill to swallow. But all that money you chasing ain't going to equate to you finding a quality man. You know, it, it sucks, but that's life. You know, you trying to build an empire. You trying to be, you know, boss lady and all that good old shit. And that's fly as fuck. Like, you know, I salute all y'all, my nigga, because, you know, it, it, it's hard being a boss. But at the same time, you know, a lot of motherfuckers ain't looking for a boss. A lot of motherfuckers is just looking for a wife. You know, do you want to be a boss or do you want to be a wife? A lot of times those two things can't occupy the same space. And that's a hard fucking pill to swallow. That was really the gist of what that fucking video was about. Got to take a sip, so I'm going to play a sound. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You know, like, you know, as people in general. Like we really gonna have to look at, you know, some some shit that's not really easy to digest, you know, because I, I got a lot of homegirls 
who are doing very well. They beautiful women. They doing, man, like, they fucking killing it out here. But it's like, do you really think you're going to catch a nigga like that? And uh, a lot of them, I tell, like, maybe you don't need a nigga. Maybe you really don't want a nigga. Like, maybe you should just find, like, a cool fuck buddy or some shit. Because a lot of niggas don't want to deal with the life of a boss-ass woman. You know, like, I don't think society has moved that far forward yet where there's a nigga willing to play the housewife while his woman plays the boss. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, not to sound misogynistic, not to sound like some super old school, extra traditional ass nigga. But, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of that shit is looked at as a masculine role in a relationship. The the breadwinner. So when you going this hard to be the breadwinner, a lot of times you, you eliminating men who want to be the breadwinner off of your list of people who are eligible to date. And that's just something that you're going to have to really think about, you know, and I think that's what that whole fucking video was about. Or that's what I took from that shit. You know, like coffee with Kendra said, real men are not looking for a woman with six figures. And that's that's just the fucking facts. You know, like there are men who wouldn't mind dating a woman who got that type of money. Don't get me wrong. It ain't like a nigga gonna be like, how much you make? Oh, uh, 230,000. Oh, yeah, you not for me. Like, it, it, that's not how it works. Like a man don't mind dealing with a woman who makes that money. But a lot of times the lifestyle attached to earning that amount of money, a lot of niggas ain't willing to deal with. And it just is what it is. Like, you know, y'all really going to have to start thinking about that shit. Even if the woman, even if he do, the woman ain't going to respect him as her man. Possibly. I feel like if a woman is earning six figures, you know, it, it, a lot of times it do depend on the money that a man is making. You know, and that's another disconnect when it comes to women that got a lot of money. Like when you dealing with a nigga that makes less money than you, a lot of women don't have as much respect for a nigga that makes less money. And that's a fucked up thing. It's a hard fucking pill to swallow. It's it's you know, it's a fucking glitch in the matrix at the end of the day. But it's something that you're going to have to look at, you know. And I think I I, I want to holler at Karen L about this shit because we talked about doing the live. So, you know, sometime this week, be on the lookout for that shit. I'm going to holler at her about that shit. We're going to do it live. But, um, you know, the, the, the last two little bullshit things I want to talk about, because I really feel like I, you know, we, we covered that whole little shit. Didn't even mean to talk about that shit. You know, I don't know if y'all saw Barack Obama on the fucking Breakfast Club dancing around fucking Charlemagne, but that shit, like, I'm I'm always so impressed by Barack Obama's ability to communicate when he's not saying much. Like, he, he says a lot of words. And it sounds so good, but that nigga don't be saying shit. Like, that's a fucking talent. Okay, what will my nigga Adventures with Pictures say? What if both make six figures, but the woman makes more? Lack of respect still there? And that's the thing. You know, like, as as far as, like, my feelings on men, if, if you a man of respect, 
Nigga, I could I could be working at McDonald's and my girl could be a fucking millionaire and she gonna respect me because that's just the way I fucking carry myself. But all fucking size equal a lot of times. Nah, dog, a, 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 a lot of women that make more than they nigga, you know, a, a lot of a lot of women base their respect on a man's ability to provide. And that's just, you know, the long and short of it. It sucks, but that's what it is, you know, and a lot of women will admit that shit like nigga. I can't respect a nigga that make less than me. A lot of women will say that shit out their mouth. A lot of women will act like that ain't the case, but some of them feel that way, too. And, and that's what it is. But, you know, back to the fucking Barack shit, my nigga, like that nigga, he was tap dancing. That nigga Charlemagne was asking that nigga some very direct questions. And that nigga was giving some very fluffy fucking answers. I didn't really feel that shit, but at the end of the day, he ain't the president no more. So that nigga ain't got to give us no great ass answers. But nigga, I, I, I was impressed by his ability to tap dance around the motherfucking questions. Cause that nigga was like, you know, what do you say for the people who said you ain't do shit for, for the black community? Boy, that nigga turned into fucking Barry Sanders. That nigga was goddamn Ben Vereen. That nigga turned into fucking Chris Brown out that motherfucker. The way that nigga was dancing. He was juking the shit out them questions. But hold on, let me see. Let me check these motherfucking comments. I don't think so. Cause if he's a man in every other ex- Aspect he should be good Yeah pretty much That's what I said My nigga uh, Cutting Pooh said Barack Obama's full of shit Low key Like I've always felt like that Like Barack Obama As much as I appreciated the fact that he was the first black president And he gave us something to look up to Like something to aspire to as black people What he did as president I, I was thoroughly unimpressed you know, because a lot of what he was saying in that fucking interview was, oh, they didn't let me do this and they didn't let me do that. And, you know, he kind of asked him like, OK, so on the contrary, why the fuck is Trump doing so much for his base? And he's like, oh, well, you know, Trump is breaking laws and doing all that shit. And it's like, nigga, all the white presidents have done a lot for their base. You seem to be the only president that didn't do a lot for the base that he had that looked like him, you know, but that nigga did it. He, he did his dancing shit, you know, and speaking of fucking dancing, somebody who I wish would have danced a lot more. My nigga, Nate Robinson. <laughs> what the fuck was that nigga doing? Like, you know, I, I think the fight happened right after my last episode. So like I'm I'm like real late on this shit. Like a lot of the memes have already been shot all over the motherfucking internet. But god damn, Nate, what the fuck? You know, like nigga. <sighs> like that shit fucked me up, dog. Like that the whole thing was like this is something that I always told niggas in the street. Like through through me growing up in the fucking street, something that my stepdad always told me when I was younger, confidence and your ability to fight ain't always the same thing. Nigga, just cause you come in the motherfucking fight confident 
don't mean you gonna win. That nigga had all the confidence and none of the hands. And that shit was, oh my fucking gracious. Like, just the thought of that shit, my nigga, like, you got your ass whooped by a fucking YouTuber, my nigga. Like, you got your ass whooped by, I don't even know what the fuck Jake Paul do, my nigga. Like, what the fuck kind of videos do he even make, my nigga? Like, all I could think is this nigga was like, like, comment, and subscribe. Then he just knocked your stupid ass out. Like, God damn, nigga. Yeah, she's saying from the fight. Nate Robinson was a basketball player. Coffee with Kendra. That nigga was a great basketball player. The nigga's only about 5'9", but the nigga was in the NBA for a smooth 10 years. That nigga's a multiple dunk, slam dunk champion. Nate Robinson's a great basketball player. Nate Robinson is a phenomenal athlete. Like, don't get me wrong. Athletically, that nigga is amazing. And I think that's what fucked him up. Like, you know, I did an episode about this shit, like resting on your fucking laurels. Like a lot of people in a lot of situations in life, they feel like they got shit going on because they got all the tangibles. Like, nigga, I'm athletic. I'm fast. I could bench 300. I'll whoop this nigga ass. And it's like, dog, that's not all it takes to whoop a nigga's ass, my nigga. Like, Jake Paul has been in, like, three boxing matches, I think. Like, so he got ring experience. Like, he's been training. He's been practicing with a boxing coach and shit, my nigga. Like, you can't just go in there and say, I'm an athlete so I can whoop his ass. Like, nigga, you're a basketball player, not a boxer, my nigga. Like, that's where, um, what's that fucking white Irish motherfucking name? Uh, Conor McGregor. That's where he fucked up with Mayweather. Like, nigga, just because it looked like you could whoop a nigga ass don't mean you could whoop a nigga ass. Like, you know, that's that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Just because you think you could beat a nigga up don't mean you can beat a nigga up. A lot of the fights I've won in my life is because I don't look like much. I don't look like the type of nigga that could really fight. I don't look like the nigga that could kind of handle myself. But when niggas try me, I always deliver. Run up, get your ass done up, my nigga. Don't let the light skin fool you, nigga. Don't let the smooth face fool you. I'll beat your ass. But I don't got that look, my nigga. Like, niggas be thinking I'm like this pretty boy, nigga. Like, I'm just, you know, a, a nigga who dress nice and shit like that. Like, nigga, I, I really fuck you up, my nigga. Like, I got reach, my nigga. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm more dangerous than I look. And that's the thing with Jake Paul, my nigga. Like, that nigga Nate thought Jake Paul was, was candy corn, my nigga. That nigga Jake Paul put put them paws on his ass. Like, that nigga turned into Jake Paul, P-A-W. That nigga put them mittens on Nate motherfucking ass. Like, damn. Damn, Nate. Nigga talking about I'm doing this for the NBA family. Nigga, you let down the NBA family. You let down all the families. You let down all in the family. You let down Sly in the family stone. You let down the Inglewood family. Nigga, you let down all the families. Like, he let down every nigga who ever picked up a basketball. He let down Seattle. He let down the Supersonics. Fucking goddamn it, Nate. Fuck. Like, that shit was embarrassing the way he got his ass whooped. Like, nigga, you, I, like, he. It was like watching my brother get beat up. Like, damn, nigga. And by Jake Paul, oh, fuck. 
I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. Like, you know, and not to go there, but I hate to see niggas get their ass whooped by white people. Like that shit, that shit just got a special place in my heart that really fucks me up to watch a nigga get his ass whooped by a white dude. Because, you know, in boxing, most boxing matches are, they all have racial undertones. I don't give a fuck what nobody say, my nigga. Like, whenever you watch a boxing match, you're going for the person that looks like you, my nigga. Like, I've been at a motherfucker. I remember, nigga, like, because I got motherfuckers I fuck with in the the Latino community. Everybody who know me personally know I fuck with the Latinos heavy. Nigga, I was at some Latinos' house, and we was watching the Mayweather versus uh, De La Hoya fight. Nigga, when I tell you them niggas all look like they wanted to beat my ass... Because of what the fuck happened, nigga, them niggas was hot. Like, no, fucking Mayweather fucking all he did was run. He didn't fucking win the fight, motherfucker. Like, nigga, they was mad as fuck. I'm like, my nigga, like, damn, y'all niggas tripping like that nigga beat your fucking brother up. Like, nigga, you, you're going for the people who look like you in them motherfucking fights. Like, nigga, and me, I wasn't even going for Mayweather. I don't even like Mayweather, my nigga. Y'all niggas didn't hire me on this show. If y'all been listening to this show for a while, y'all niggas know. I don't fuck with Mayweather. I use him a lot as um, analogies a lot of times, sometimes in a positive context, sometimes in a negative context. I don't fuck with Mayweather. But my nigga, I wasn't even rooting for Mayweather, my nigga. I thought they was going to jump me in that motherfucking house, my nigga. I was like, hey, man, y'all motherfuckers have a good one, my nigga. Hasta mañana, my nigga. I, I holler at y'all niggas when y'all feeling better. Because, boy, was them motherfuckers hot to see Mayweather win that fight. Mayweather ain't never beat the shit out of a nigga. So I'm not going to say he beat the shit out of homeboy, but he beat him in the boxing match. Like I was trying to explain to them motherfuckers, just like with the fucking versus battle between Gucci and Jeezy, my nigga. Mayweather won the boxing match. De La Hoya won the fight. If it was a fight, yes, De La Hoya looked busier. He was throwing more punches, but Mayweather landed more punches. So he won the boxing match. But them motherfuckers didn't give a fuck. They, no, he was fucking backing up. All he was doing was running. Like, they was mad as fuck, my nigga. They was hot. And I'm like, let me get the fuck out of here before I really got to squabble one of these motherfuckers. Because, nigga, them niggas took it personal, my nigga. Like, them motherfuckers was really looking like they was going to get into the street and just go swing on a nigga just to prove that Mexicans could fight, my nigga. Like, they didn't like that shit. But that's how I felt watching they get his ass whooped. Like, nigga, that shit was like watching Roots, my nigga. Like, watching him get his ass whooped, I, I had the same feeling like when I watched Rosewood. Nigga, that shit was like watching Mississippi burning, my nigga. Like, I'm like, how you gonna get your ass whooped by this white dude, my nigga? Like, especially a corny-ass white dude. Like, nigga, that's like watching Eminem beat up 50 Cent, my nigga. Like, that 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 just shouldn't happen. You let the black race down, my nigga. Like, you, you need to donate $100,000 to the NAACP. Like nigga, you you need to you need to go and march for Black Lives Matter by yourself in Washington D.C. and do a speech for the black community. You need to do something to redeem the black community because you've disgraced us, Nate Robinson. That was fucking embarrassing. God damn, that hurt. I don't even like ending the show on a ne- a, a negative fucking. Damn, Nate, what the fuck, my nigga?
Damn. And then, like, I don't even want to speak on the Tyson fight because that shit was whack. That shit was that shit was a prom. That shit was a senior citizen prom. My nigga, like, all Roy did was hug Mike Tyson. So that was whack. But I'm I'm gonna drop the mic on that shit, man. If you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts, seriously none of the podcasts, Friday nights, 9 p.m. Or whenever the fuck Ben Ready feel like it, cause that nigga just doing when he feel like it. So support them niggas whenever he feel like it. Another show that pops on whenever the fuck they feel like it is the Talk Flirty Podcast. Talk Flirty Tuesday. Shout out to Just Nicky. The Talk Flirty Podcast on Tuesdays. Look out for the motherfuckers when they pop up. They'll pop up when they pop up. Just subscribe. So when they pop up, you'll get a notification. Check them out. Also on Tuesdays, the Sports for You Podcast. Sports number four, letter U. With Mark, John Watson, and Nick motherfucking Freeze. My favorite sports podcast. Them niggas be there every Tuesday on Tuesday, live on fucking Facebook and YouTube, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time, the Sports For You podcast, check them niggas out. On Wednesdays, hump days will never be the same, the No Rules podcast, with Mark and Ill Will, a.k.a. The Juice Crew, a.k.a. The Bloods. Them niggas is live 5 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. Hump days will never be the same. Y'all niggas check them motherfuckers out. Them niggas is hilarious. On Sundays, the Cat vs. Dog podcast with myself, Young Dolomite, your motherfucking uncle, and my co-host, CJ, Chelsea Perry, the celebrity of Townhouse Media. Check us out on Sundays. We do our shit Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific. We be late, though. So, nigga, three, we probably won't be there, nigga. But uh, after that bitch, we'll be there, my nigga. We be late. Uh, of course, if you hear, you already know the Too Much Game podcast on Fridays. I'll be saying 6 p.m. Pacific, but nigga, I'll be late, too. Nigga, I was late as fuck today, my nigga. I got the homie in here, so I had to show him how to do this setup because my nigga going to do him a podcast soon, my nigga. Ab House of Souls, my nigga. Y'all check him out, my nigga. But uh, anyway... Follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram. You and nigga, you know how to spell Uncle nigga. D O L E M I T E. Follow at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod One on fucking Twitter. I don't be on that bitch, but follow that shit anyway, nigga. Get my numbers up. Um, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Share, share, share that shit on everything. Tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your bitch ass homeboy, tell any bitch ass nigga, nigga, tell any beautiful woman, tell anybody who listen to podcasts, tell a truck driver, tell anybody who got time, my nigga, share this shit. Um, damn, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think that's it, nigga. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.